helping you to become more alive in every area of your life. That's what we've been doing for the last 22 years. Welcome aboard, gang. David Essel in the box. David Essel Alive, America's positive radio talk show, broadcasting live as we do every Saturday out of Studio E in Los Angeles, California, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Proud to be part of the Premier Radio Network. Of course, you're listening to us on XM Satellite Radio 168. For those who do not yet quite have your XM subscription, you can listen to us live at talkdavid.com. And don't forget, all of our archive shows, hundreds of archive shows are available at talkdavid.com, as well as tonight's will be available in just a day or so over there as well. 1-800-548-8255. Positive, pure positive talk radio. And also on Facebook, David Essel Alive, like us there. I am really fired up to talk to our next guest, Dr. Eric Pearl. This is going to be stunning, amazing, incredible, miraculous, spontaneous healings of things like cancer, or cancer-related diseases, uh, AIDS, age-related diseases, epilepsy, chronic pain. There's so many things that this gentleman has been privy to, as well as about 100,000 of his trained uh, healers that have gone through the course. The name of the book is The Reconnection, Heal Others, Heal Yourself. You've seen him on Dr. Oz, uh, CNN, New York Times, Deepak Chopra, Wayne Dyer, who most of you know we've had on the show multiple times, those two uh, gems of human beings. Everyone is endorsing this individual's work because it works. Dr. Pearl, welcome to the program. Hey, well, thank you for having me. And hey, tell us, Dr. Pearl, what is this, the, the, the reconnective healing? What, how do you describe it? Is, it? is it an energy healing, a light healing, a spiritual healing, a physical healing? Can you give us a rundown of what this is that's changing so many people's lives? Well, it's really everything. It, it, because you can't have a healing that isn't mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual simultaneously, or it's not a healing it's just symptom treatment. Mm-hmm. You know, the distinction is, is when, we diag- when we diagnose, we aren't looking for the actual problem. We're looking for the symptoms, and what it points to is it coming from the liver, the kidney, the spleen, the big toe, and then we go and we address that problem. Well, we don't really know if it's coming from the thyroid or the pituitary until we do study after study after study. But healing does not need to address that. Healing comes in with simple, with simply the consciousness of allowing the person to return to their natural, their optimal vibration of light, of health, and allowing the imbalances, the interferences with the body fulfilling its own health um, ideal by removing those imbalances in the body the, the densities, the health challenges vibrate out of the system, and the body returns to a natural state of balance, mentally, physically, emotionally, etc. So is this, is this kind of along the lines of acupuncture, where the acupuncturist increases the ability of the, the life force, the chi, to flow through the body and removes any blocks so the person can go back to their natural healed state? Is that kind of a similar principle? Well, not exactly, because... This does not diagnose, and that's a distinction. Acupuncture diagnoses. They determine whether something is too hot, too cold, too moist, too dry, speed this up, slow this down. They happen to have one 
just one neutral point that doesn't require diagnosis. But essentially, okay. most of acupuncture does. And, and what's the difference between this and like a Reiki healing, energy healing with Reiki? Well, Reiki is part of the energy spectrum. Mm-hmm. And everything that we've had here so far has been energy. Mm-hmm. Everything we've had has been energy. Um, so Reiki, Jirajin, Shin, Shigang, Mahjong, Beijing, all the energy healing techniques are subsets or portions of the energy that has comprised our existence. We get them through different methods, through different techniques. They feel different. They act differently. But what reconnective healing does is, A, it is not a technique. It's actually a guide to allow us to completely learn to transcend technique, to let go of technique, and therefore we, number one, access the entirety of the energy instead of those subsets any longer. Number two, the new gift from that, because time is expanding, allowing us to access more of the universe, that the research has shown that reconnective healing, the spectrum goes beyond even the entirety of energy into aspects of light and information that they've simply not seen here before. Wow. So so let's we're on radio, obviously, Dr. Pearl. We don't have the benefits of TV, but let's say that I was standing in front of you and you were going to do reconnective healing with me. Would I stand? Would I sit? Does it matter? Take us through, if you and I were working together, what you would do in a, in a, in a general healing. Visually, it's not all that compelling. Uh, <laughs> when, <laughs> I love in that. Other words, in other words, what would happen is, is this. Under... Standard optimal conditions, I would suggest that you, if you came into an office, of uh, my office, let's say, or someone mm-hmm. I've thought to do this work, they would probably suggest that you remove your shoes, you lie down comfortably on your back on the massage table, relax your eyes, allow them to close if you're comfortable doing so. You don't have to, but it's a nice space to be. And then what they would do is they would bring their hands in in certain ways that I've taught them to be able to access, to feel, to find this energy spectrum, and they would naturally begin to vibrate at what the um, what the research says is a more coherent, higher vibratory level of light. And as they did that, and you shared space with them, which you would be doing, something sure. inside of you would suddenly entrain, would want to rise to that level of light. It's it's apparently a higher level of light than we have even as newborns, something that people feel wasn't really accessible before. But you could say it's a remembrance of of a time before time. So figuratively speaking, a voice might go off and you that says, hey, I remember this. This is me vibrating as truth, as light. I think I'll do it again. And as you return to that vibration of light, the densities vibrate out of the system. So what the practitioner is really doing is just playing with the field, finding ways to intensify sensation. And if you were someone watching this session, instead of you being the person lying down, yeah. the person watching, the, let's say someone else was watching the session with you lying down, what they would witness is that your eyes would most likely begin to rapidly dart back and forth and back and forth. Your fingers or feet would have involuntary flickers and then involuntary movements. Your arms or legs might jerk. Breathing would change. All sorts of highly visible responses. 
Wow. Now, at, at the same time, you or the healer that you've trained, would your hands just be gliding over the client's body? Yes, above, not touching, anywhere right. from, anywhere usually I'd say from one to several feet away. Some people like to work a little bit closer. I, what, what we've really discovered with this is this seems to turn the laws of physics upside down and inside out. For instance, what we know about energy is that it becomes weaker with distance. I don't mean energy healing like between here and South Africa or something. But I mean, right. if you start an inch away with energy, you move three inches away, uh, you move six inches away, energy gets weaker. I mean, in, in um, Jin Shin healing technique, for instance, they say you can move as far as three inches off the body. Don't move any further. But with right. this, it's just the opposite. The further away we move, the stronger it becomes. Wow. And the stronger you see the physical manifestations in the person who's lying on the massage table in front of you. That's am- I mean, this is amazing. Dr. Pearl, I'm going to ask you to hang in there. We're talking to Dr. Eric Pearl, uh, author of the best-selling book, The Reconnection, 35, 36 languages now. Uh, he's going to be coming back after this break. Go to TheReconnection.com for more information, TheReconnection.com, to find out more about Dr. Eric Pearl. We're coming back after this message, 1-800-548-8255. I'm David Essel, TalkDavid.com. Stay there. You thought you found a friend to take you out of this place. Yeah, this is supernatural, just like what we're talking about right now, this new form, or this new expression of healing. Dr. Eric Pearl is my guest. Uh, the name of the book, The Reconnection, the website, TheReconnection.com, TheReconnection.com, um, a type of healing that people are experiencing all different walks. In a couple minutes, I'm going to find out from Dr. Pearl exactly what I'm going to find out what his first case was. Like, when was the first time this happened? But before we do that, Dr. Pearl, give us a, a list, a shotgun list, six, seven, eight, nine of the most common and the most difficult conditions that medicine has had a chance to to work with that you're finding great success with reconnective energy healing. I'll tell you what. Let me combine it with also giving you how this began at the same time, and I'll give you both because I think people need to get a feel of this so they know what they're listening to. What happened was, was I was practicing as a doctor of chiropractic for about 12 years when one night a few strange things happened. I was awakened by a bright light. I opened my eyes to see what it was. It wasn't anything seemingly spiritual or metaphysical. It was simply the lamp next to my bed for some reason decided to turn itself on. I'd had that lamp for 10 years and hadn't done it before, but at the same time, it also felt as if someone was in my home watching me. So I got up with a nice can of pepper spray, my Doberman Pinscher, and I went hunting. (laughs) I couldn't find anyone. I convinced myself that any other sane person would say that it was my imagination, so I would said the same thing, and I went back to sleep. But that Monday when I went into my office, seven of my patients seven of them, independently of one another, insisted that they were feeling people in the room with us as I was working with them. 
watching them, resting hands on their bodies. Um, they told me they could feel my hands before I touched them, which, of course, I didn't believe, so I told them to close their eyes and lie there, and I held my hands anywhere from several inches to feet to yards away from them. Their bodies would respond physically, as we talked about before, fingers, arms, legs, moving, eyes twitching, tiny involuntary muscles in the forehead or the chin rippling the way a, a pond would ripple if you drop a pebble into it, pulling at their lips, pulling at their eyebrows. When they opened their eyes, they reported seeing colors they'd never seen before, smelling fragrances of flowers they had never before smelled, and that's when people started reporting these healings. They were getting up out of wheelchairs, for example, to answer your question. Patients were coming in with laboratory results showing where their cancer tumors had vanished. Children with cerebral palsy or epilepsy were able to walk and run and play and speak normally, not have seizures any longer, not require medications. Of course, just as with medicine, nothing brings about 100% the same result in every single person. But a significant number, such a significant number came about that we knew that something real was happening. That was right. when... People started asking me to teach this, and I said, you have got to be insane. What do you mean, teach this? I'm waving my hands in the air looking like a fool, so you go outside, wave your hands in the air, let me know what your neighbors have to say about you. But, right. uh, my patient, yeah, but my patients would call me up when they left my office, when they got home. They'd call me, they'd say, I drove up in front of my house, and my automatic garage door opened before I hit the button in my car to open it, or I went inside, my lamp or my TV started turning on and off by itself. I felt sensations in my hands. I would hold my hands near a relative. My uncle could walk again after the stroke. My grandmother regained her hearing. And that's when we began to find that once we interact with this new expanded spectrum of healing, something changes within us that not only allows us to access our own to facilitate healings for ourselves, but to facilitate healings for others. Mm. So you you become, and your students who become practitioners become the vessel for this energy to flow through? I would say even differently than just saying that it's a vessel, I believe that what happens is, is if you, let's say, you know, I'm giving, I'm on the road about 45 weeks a year around the world teaching this work. I'm giving four seminars in the U.S. this year. I think they'll be in um, Sacramento, in Miami, if I remember correctly, um, oh, I don't remember, but a couple of other places in the U.S., Sacramento, Miami, or two that I can think of, um, Newport Beach is another. Once you come to a seminar, you become a catalyst, more than just a vessel, for these healings. Let's say, for instance, that, that you decide to come to the Sacramento seminar. Right. You would come on a Friday night or with any of the seminars, there'd be a three-hour presentation where we talk about the history, the theory, the philosophy, the scientific research. We'll bring up, believe it or not, volunteers from the audience with long-standing medically documented problems, and we'll give demonstrations live of these healings so you mm. can witness the reality of this, maybe even on yourself or someone that you know, and we give everyone there an opportunity for you to feel this in your hands. But... Right. Saturday and Sunday are very, very, very different. It's a real working seminar. And I'll warn you right now, don't come. If you think we're all going to sit around, hold hands, om, and sing Kumbaya, my Lord, and burn incense, it won't happen that way. It's very clean and clear and easy. We demonstrate a level of the work from the stage, then we'll go to massage tables. So you might stand at the head of a massage table. Someone will lie down on your massage table. I or one of the teaching assistants will come around. We'll take your hands. We'll show you how to 
feel this, how to find it, how to feel it, how to play with it, and you will start to witness the person lying on the table in front of you go into clear involuntary body movements. We will show you how to access a different portion of it. You'll see their body movements change, and we will continue discussing philosophy, science, Q&A, and then coming back to the tables again to practice and learn other ways to utilize this. And by that Sunday, and I'm telling you, not three years or three weeks, but by that Sunday, I can pretty much make you two solid promises, which are, A, you will be able to do anything and everything in the way of healing that I can do, and B, you will be able to do anything and everything in the way of healing that any human being anywhere on this planet can do, whether they mastered or grandmastered 37 different techniques or whether they were born into a healing lineage and raised in a cave by monks on a mountaintop in Tibet. <laughs> so let me let me ask you this: When we're talking about going through one but of I don't these have sessions, an opinion on the subject or anything? No, I can tell that, yeah. Doctor Pearl. And you yeah, know, yeah. I'm going to try to drag it out of you. <laughs> you do that. <laughs> um, it, how how many sessions does it take? I mean, on average, is it one session? Is it more for someone to see or feel a shift or a change? You know, part of the reason that there's so much international research and in reconnective healing is because. What has shocked the researchers is that the healings tend to happen fairly instantaneously, and they tend to be lifelong, so you don't need to come back again and again and again. Wow. A healing will happen in the snap of a finger. Howsoever, a lot of people aren't willing to accept that reality, and so I usually teach the students, I say, you know, schedule a 30-minute session so people feel that they're getting their money's worth, because I believe... Yeah that you should be in fair financial exchange for this work and make it a career so that you can continue to help as many people as possible. And tell people, however, do not allow people to become dependent on you and come back again and again every week or every month. You do one, two, or three sessions at the most. Whether they get everything, whether they get nothing by then, the end of the first, second, or third session, that's it. They need to go away and allow mm. their life to blossom and unfold. Maybe six, eight months a year they want to come back. Maybe then you can consider it. Right. And, you know, that's so beautiful because it decreases that codependent nature that a lot of people create with, whether it's psychotherapists with their clients, they create that codependency where the person feels, and, and I'm not bashing psychotherapists, but where that they feel they need to keep coming back for two, four, it's six, eight, ten years. It's not just psychotherapists. This is, and you're right. It's many, many, many people. And it's not entirely their fault because we come from a society that also enjoys the codependency. That's why it's sure. It's not just one person's dependency. But it's That's true. Right. There are a lot of practitioners in a number of fields who build their practice by having people come back again and again and right. again. And that's not right. what this is about. I love it. I love it. You know, when we, we're going to go to another break, I'm going to ask Dr. Pearl to hang with us. We're going to come back and talk about specific cases, people that came for the healing and then decided to become facilitators of healings as well. Uh, we're talking with Dr. Eric Pearl, the website. I highly, highly recommend. This is fascinating, unbelievably fascinating healing information that this world can benefit from. Go to TheReconnection.com, TheReconnection.com. The name of the book is The Reconnection. You're tuned into America's Positive Radio talk show celebrating 22 years on the air. David Essel Alive, our website, TalkDavid.com. Stay right there.
You're tuned into America's Positive Radio talk show, 1-800-548-8255, 800-548-8255. Don't forget to like us on Facebook. Just go to David Essel Alive on Facebook and like us seven days a week. We share motivational videos and quotes and information. Uh, all of the shows. Now, you can listen to Dr. Eric Pearl. Listen, if you have friends... And who doesn't that are struggling in some way, in some kind of a physical way, and you say you've got to listen to this guy, just send him to talkdavid.com, all of the show archives. You'll be able to, you yourself, we'd be able to listen to the show with Dr. Pearl again. Just go to talkdavid.com. You can check out the archives. And if you want to be able to listen to the show on your smartphone, your iPhone, your Android, Go once again to talkdavid.com, click on the XM link, and you can find out how you can download, become part of our text club, and listen to the show live, just like our friends do out in the Midwest who have a cattle farm. They listen to us while they are feeding their cattle. Many other people listen to us. As a matter of fact, subways, buses, trains on their way to and from work right on their iPhone. You can do the same thing all at talkdavid.com. My guest is Dr. Eric Pearl. The name of the book, The Reconnection, Heal Others, Heal Yourself. Phenomenal, incredible healing stories. Uh, before we go into other people, Dr. Pearl, have you been healed by the, your own process here? Well, actually, before we go into that, David, I, 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 I need to say that I was listening to your segments a moment ago. I want yes. you to know that I feel that you are really a compelling, excellent Speaker, and I, and I appreciate the strength and clarity with which you communicate your message. So I wanted to say that. Well, thank you very much. Um, I appreciate it. Sure. I've experienced healing work from other practitioners for my own pleasure. It's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful experience. Uh, the, the thing is, with this work, we also teach you you can also learn how to heal yourself. So you don't need to work with someone else, but I believe mm. that there's an, uh, just an element of, of, of uh, wonderful indulgence, spiritual indulgence, in a sense, of allowing yourself to experience the space you share with another human being as you work with them or as they work with them. Yeah, and, and so, like, when, you, when you're teaching, you've got 75, 100,000 practitioners that have been trained. When you're going through those weekend workshops, then that's when they get that first feel of what it's worked like to work on someone else and to receive a healing at the same time. It would go both ways during those two days, right? Right, both ways. You, you, you experience it. You're like teabags steeping in these healing frequencies for the full weekend, just as we're learning how to access them and become them to facilitate healings for others. In other words, I don't tell people, if people say, oh, I want to have a healing, can I come to your seminar? I'll say, don't come to the seminar if the only reason you're coming is to have a healing. You can go on to the reconnection.com, go on to the practitioner directory there, find a practitioner in your part of the world, and work with them. Come to the seminars only if maybe you want your own healing, but you want to be able to help facilitate healings for others afterwards, and that's an important key. But the reality is very, very, very many people do report healings just from being in the energies, the frequencies of the healing sure. during the weekend. Yeah, I bet. I bet. You you had mentioned earlier that unlike other healing techniques, that distance, you know, like you don't have to be three to six inches. Have you ever done any work with distance healing, with reconnective oh, healing? Absolutely. like absolutely. 
Yeah, share it, share it, because late, we, and uh, hold on, Dr. Pearl, for, for our listeners, what I mean by distance healing, ladies and gentlemen, is would be like over the phone or, or by thinking of a friend or you read something about someone in Japan and you're in the U.S., that would be distance healing. Go ahead, Dr. Pearl. Yeah, no, we teach distance healing and self-healing on um, Sundays at the seminar. So uh, uh, let me see. All right, if you look at the book, for example... I can share uh-huh. this one, I believe, because I believe I've got permission. Um, uh, you'll see many, many, many endorsements from uh, important people in the medical field and such. And one is by um, a doctor, Mona Lisa Schultz. And the reason I got her endorsement was because she was a friend of Dr. Christiane Northrup, who endorsed the book. She called me up, and she was having um, long, long, long-term experiences with severe back problems um, that required surgeries. And we did a session over the phone, and she's been fine ever since, and that's when she offered to um, write a book endorsement. Uh, Wow. do it. It is Mm. so simple. The problem is with our techniques in healing, with with the energy healing techniques, they are so complicated. They are so control-related. They're fear-based protections. You've got to protect yourself in a white flame, a gold flame, a purple flame. You have to right. shake off bad energy and spray yourself down with alcohol, move in clockwise circles only. I mean, it is not necessary. Right. The fact is, is just throw in a pair of Gap blue jeans, get your butt into the healing situation, and let go and do it. Let it go. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, one one of the people that uh, I had read about was th- this is incredible. A woman who miscarried seven times. She went into a coma, and through reconnective healing, this is amazing. Her whole life changed. Do you know the the person I'm talking about? Um, no, I think it. I, 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 I think did, her. No, I don't. Oh my God! I was reading this story, Doctor Pearl, and and it was just mind blowing. Why, why don't you go ahead and, and share um, stories that that you really feel are profound examples of this type of healing? Because I'm blown away with the stuff that I'm reading about you and your work. Oh well, um, let's. Oh, that's <laughs> that's like asking me if I can select a restaurant. There are so many, and who can think of one? <laughs> uh, I know, right? Let me let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. All right. I was in Austin, Texas, mm-hmm. and I walked into a different room in the hotel where I was about to do a healing session. There was a five-year-old child lying on the table, mm-hmm. and his mother was sitting on the massage table by him, and his father was in the room, and it turned out that um, he had cerebral palsy. He was unable to walk. His toes could touch the ground, but his heels couldn't. He's scheduled for surgery. He couldn't speak. His arms would hang in that palsy fashion. Right. And um, he couldn't walk without holding on to people or holding on to furniture. Mm-hmm. So I did a session with him for about 20 minutes. That was about as much as his patients would take. And, you know, we don't even need that much time to be real here. Right. And afterwards, I said, all right, we're finished. And they had scheduled three sessions because that's the most I let anyone schedule. And I said, well, all right, we're finished. Now we can see Brian tomorrow. And they said, well, wait a minute. You didn't see Brian walk. I want you to see how Brian walks. Uh-huh. And I said, well, <laughs> all right, if you, if you want me to, I will. So, because they had just told me about him while I was working on him. So the father stood at one side of the big hotel room, living room. The mother stood at the other side with Brian. She said, all right, Brian, now walk to your father. 
very nice family, very nice family, and very sweet. And walk to your father. Brian gets, poor little Brian gets halfway across the room when the mother's voice suddenly turns uncharacteristically stern. And she said, no, Brian. I said, show Dr. Pearl how you walk. And then she realized that he was walking naturally, feet on the ground, arms hanging by his side. Oh, wow. We, t- we went outside to, um, to join the family, the brothers and sisters, and Brian ran up a huge outdoor staircase by himself. They were in shock. The father is a, was a major medical doctor in Austin, Texas, the mother, a nurse practitioner, which is the highest level of nursing you can get to mm-hmm. before you're a doctor. Um, not only did they learn the work, come to the seminars, so did Brian's family, so did Brian's physical therapist, occupational therapist, and speech <laughs> therapist, because when they got him home for the first time in his life, he was able to speak clearly. Wow. Clearly. Now, wow. the reason that I thought of this story right now... Okay, you know what, Dr. Pearl, I've got to interrupt you. We we are on a hard break. We're going to a very fast break right now, but I want to come back and have you finish this story. This is incredible. Ladies and gentlemen, you have to visit the site, thereconnection.com. We're going to come back with Dr. Pearl in just a moment, thereconnection.com. Incredible. You're tuned into America's positive radio talk show. I'm David Essel, talkdavid.com. Stay there. You're tuned into America's Positive Radio Show every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific, uh, 1-800-548-8255-XM, Satellite Radio 168, streaming live at talkdavid.com. My guest, Dr. Eric Pearl, author of the book, The Reconnection. Amazing, amazing stuff we're going through here tonight with this healing technique. Dr. Pearl, you were, you were finishing the story. The five-year-old with cerebral palsy, he, he's got the arms that dangle. He can't walk on his feet. He gets up after your 20-minute session, and he runs outdoors to his family, you go and have your your weekend workshop. The whole family comes, his healers, his therapists, everyone comes in. That's got to be mind-blowing for everyone involved with your organization even. Um, well, you know. Or maybe not. Says, What's your most dramatic healing? And I always say it's the most recent one because that's the one that stays on you. There's no one special healing I keep up on the mantelpiece to take down dust off and share with people. The only reason that I thought of this one when you asked is because I happened to be speaking with uh, that family recently. This was like 12, let me see, Brian at the time was almost five, and now he's um, almost 17. So this was like, um, what, 12 years ago, something like yeah. that? Yeah. His yes. father, as his father, I told you, was, was a major medical doctor, and his father was interviewed when I did the Dr. Oz show last month. His father was also um, a doctor in the audience there because they asked me to bring some doctors in to share their stories. Man, this is like, 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 how has your life changed in 12 years since the release of this reconnective energy? How have you personally changed? 
Lord only knows. Uh, really, I know that I'm different. I know that I'm different, but I don't know who I was. I'm not 100% so certain that I know who I am. I really don't know who I was. I, I think the main, a main difference in me is that I've learned to observe much more and to observe without trying to intentionally control and change, but instead to observe without judgment, to be more of both the witness and the witnessed in life. Right, right, right. This is, I, I'll tell you what I'm going to do, Dr. Pearl. I'm going to find your, your, your conferences. I'm going to come. I'd love to meet you personally. Um, I, I want to come, and if I can figure out my schedule, because our show obviously is Saturday night, 6 to 9, 3 to 6, if I can figure out a way to broadcast from the city that I'd be joining you in for the workshop, I'll, I'll come to the workshop, if not all of it on Sunday, a good portion of it on Saturday. What, and, what area and, are you in? What area? Well, I'm in Florida. Okay, so you know what? We're going to be in Miami at the Hyatt Regency downtown Miami, May 17th through 19th. Perfect. 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 So I, I will look forward to then getting a chance to, to meet you, talk to you, and then what we'll do is we'll get you back on the show, and I, I'll share my experiences, and we can talk more about the people that are healing, the people whose lives are being changed, so we can get this message out there, Dirk, Dr. Pearl, with your website, your book, and the potential of healing that, as you know, because you've been in the healing world for so long— so many people give up hope, don't they? They give up. They just think that they have to live with this chronic pain, this illness, this disease forever. And this is offering hope. It's more than offering hope. It's delivering results. Hmm. Amen to that. Amen, Amen to, to that. that. We, yeah. We, we, I will look forward to being with you then. We'll make it a, a, a trip. I'll, I'll be able to experience this, and I'm excited to do it. And I want to thank you so much for sharing so much time with us on the show here today. Dr. Eric Pearl, the name of the book, The Reconnection, the website, thereconnection.com. We'll look forward to having Dr. Pearl back on again and uh, experiencing more stories, more revolutionary healings, and what is potentially possible for you as well if you just put yourself in a position to be healed. Isn't that true? 1-800-548-8255, 548-8255. Going to more of the, the emails coming in right now, so many of them have to do with this power of healing. And I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to give this website out again. I, because I am not a practitioner, uh, I just got a text in someone saying, are you going to come to the conference in Los Angeles? I'll have to look and see which one is going to be easier for you to make, if it'll be the May one in Miami, or I can come out and 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 hang out with my bros Hang out with my my buds here, Will and Nathan XM, the premier people, Los Angeles, and uh, and do the show right from where we brought what our home base is, Studio E in Los Angeles, California. We'll have to see when the workshop is in California versus Florida to make the best choice uh, with my schedule and my travel. So that will be exciting. One eight hundred. But anyway, your questions about this healing technique, go to the reconnection.com. Take a trip, 
on your computer to thereconnection.com to answer your questions regarding this specific technique. It's amazing what they're going through. 800-548-8255. Oh, here, here, this is great. Uh, you just interviewed this guy on the spiritual healing technique. Who are your heaviest influences regarding your own spiritual path? Well, I'll have to say that it's a myriad of individuals. My mom and dad, of course, it starts with them. It starts with my mom and dad with my spiritual path growing up in a, uh, a very religious home. And then I broadened since then into all kinds of walks of life. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you that when it comes from books, practicing the presence is probably one of the most powerful life-changing books I ever read in regards to spirituality by Joel Goldsmith, Practicing the Presence. The people that I've had an interview on this show, Deepak Chopra, Wayne Dyer, uh, Lama Surya Das, the great Buddhist uh, monk, Lama Surya Das, he, he introduced me to the depth of Buddhism in the early 90s. Um, gosh, uh, Course in Miracles. It, it was a course I took years and years and years ago. So I've had so many influences in the path of spirituality. Father Ron from the Hanley Center, a great teacher during my recovery, a great teacher, Father Ron. Uh, it, just incredible. 1-800-548-8255. This is cute. Um, I want to go off topic and go into relationships. Absolutely. Here we go. I met a great woman three months ago. I'm 51. She's 31. We are talking about marriage, which is a first for us both. Conventional wisdom says, wait, but how long and why? What a great email. What a great question. Do you know, we never do this. When, when people fall in love, like rarely do they ever ask anyone for advice, right? What do we do? We pull the trigger sometimes way too soon, and then we look back and go, God, I wish I would have done this a little slower. I, I, okay, I'm going to tell you. What's conventional wisdom say? Um, one year. So you fall in love and you wait one year before you marry. And then you asked why. And the reasons are to go through the seasons, to go through the holidays, to go through birthdays, to get a chance to experience that person. Now, I mean, obviously, if you want to wait two, three, four, six, eight, ten, eleven years, you can do that too. But at least, at least wait one year. And in that one year period of time, you get a chance to experience that person in multiple situations at multiple levels. Multiple situations and multiple levels. Uh, 1-800-548-8255. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, David Essel Live on Facebook, and learn how you can join the text club and listen to the show live on your smartphone, iPhone, Android. Just go to talkdavid.com, click on the icon, XM icon, and you can figure out how to join the text club and listen to the show live. Um, okay, here we go. Cold turkey or moderation? In quitting smoking, I have no clue. I've been smoking for 25 years. I've never done this before. Well, I, I would say right right away that if you've never tried quitting before, do the moderation. Cut back a number of cigarettes per day. As I've mentioned, as a matter of fact, um, I contacted the quit line in the state of California. I wanted to talk to someone from the state that we broadcast from. I contacted the state of California quit line. We're waiting for them to get us someone on the air because one of the things I think that when you're trying to quit smoking, you've got to get involved with your state's quit line. So we're waiting for someone from California to get back to me so we can interview them on the air. But so number one, cut back, go to moderation, keep it going, have it in writing. How many you smoke to that per day? Always put it in writing. And number two, utilize the quit line because they can help you with patches, gums, et cetera, et cetera. 
if if you could choose only one tool that you have learned to break through procrastination, what would it be? What a great question. One goal, I'd say an accountability partner. It can't be a friend or a relationship partner, though. It would have to be um, a professional or an acquaintance where that they would say there's no leeway. You've got to do this. You've got to check touch base with me every day. But accountability partner is the number one way to break through procrastination. If there's one goal, only one goal that I choose, it'd be getting an accountability partner. You're tuned in to America's Positive Radio talk show every Saturday. We are here from you, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Check out all the archive shows at talkdavid.com. That's talkdavid.com. Until next week, be bold, be strong, be positive. I'm David Essel. Rock on.